JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. I um I was a bit shook on the on the weekend yesterday. In fact, what's happened? I realised some intense rumours may be spreading about me. Oh, rumours! They can either be true or they can be completely fabricated. Often they're from a section of truth, but they've been sort of extended. So mm, chopped and changed. Chinese whispers. The rumour I'm worried is starting to spread is that I reveal myself. You reveal yourself. I'm revealing myself, my naked body, oh, to the general public. In public? Yeah. Goodness. Yep. This, this isn't true, right? Well, no, I don't think so. Okay. But let me just clear this up. So, yesterday I um, finished in the shower after playing football. Um, yep. What happens in a dressing shed after a game of rugby league yes. is quite often... Everyone gets undressed and has a shower and there's... You're all pretty stinky. There's just a bunch of stinky, sweaty, naked blokes in a a room. It's disgusting. It happens. It's It's part of it. It's not a place where anyone wants to go. No. (laughs) Now, what's happened is I've ended up in a conversation with one of my teammates who said, JB, I think you've scarred my brother. And I said... Scarred his... I said, what do you mean? What? Turns out his younger brother had come into the dressing sheds last last game. Okay. And so he goes to his older brother and says, I'm never going in the dressing sheds again. And he said, why? He's like, I've seen the guy from the radio's penis. <laughs> oh, well, and that's so, his own fault. He's walked in. He should you, know what happens in a dressing in a room. Dressing shed. But now this kid has gone to all his mates at school. No! And anytime they hear the JB and Jules Brecky no! show, he goes, yep, I've seen his junk. So for anyone, if you hear any rumors going around the schools, if, mm-hmm. there's, if, there's, if there's younger fellas going around and saying, I've seen the radio guy's genitals, <laughs> it is completely and utterly not my fault and close the doors of the dressing shed next time. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? JB, we are asking the hottest question for your Monday morning. When did you accidentally catch on fire? Yeah, I mean... Almost happened to me. I mean, yeah, Jules Jules was actually... She busted out the drum kit. Oh, you should have told everyone. I don't know why you didn't. You're doing these secret gigs without <laughs> telling your manager. Gig. Yes, but you don't want 20%. She, she went to the lighthouse and played a bit of a gig. It was obviously cold outside, so they had the lovely outdoor heaters there mm. on, the, on the balcony. And... Um, yeah, Jules got a little bit close to the point where people started yelling at her, saying, move away, because she'd almost lit on fire. And now you're convinced people have stories of being nearly lit on fire. Surely, surely you have a story. You can make me feel better. Close calls. Everything's all good. But did you accidentally almost catch on fire? One triple three five three is the number. The phone's actually ringing. Surely not. Yes, surely. One triple three five three. Hello. Who have we got there? Uh, Jace. Jason, did you almost catch on fire, mate? Well, not almost. I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he didn't half us. What do you mean? Well, what happened? Well, I was at this little sort of hippie club, and I used to have dreadlocks, and I turned up there, and I've leaned up against this little area where there's all these candles, <clears throat> and I've faced the band, and, um, you know... I'm there for a couple of minutes, and then all of a sudden, all these people are waving at me. I'm thinking, oh, gee, I'm, I'm a bit popular here, I'm aren't I? I'm so popular. So I'm sort of, you know, really suavely and trying to be cool, give them a little wave, and then they're all, like, getting a bit more frantic, and I'm thinking, geez, you know, I didn't think I'd be that popular. But, Aggressive um, wave. Yeah, and then I... Yeah, and then I felt a little bit of heat on the back of my head and put my hand up there and felt the flames. And, yeah, yeah, let just to say, like, uh, you know, it stank the whole place out because of the burnt hair. Burnt hair but, dreadlocks. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how bad was the damage? The bad jewels. Oh. Yeah. How bad was the damage, Jason? Oh, not too bad. Like the dreadlocks were pretty thick. So yeah, yeah. No, just uh, yeah, no, no actual scarring. So how long good. after this great debacle did you decide the dreadlocks were going? Oh, no, it was years later. Okay, so, it was yeah. years later. Nothing yeah. to do with it. They just got a little trimming yeah. on the edges. Oh, outstanding. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Jace. Sorry, Joseph, we've learnt one thing. No matter how bad your story is, there's always someone a little bit worse. <laughs> that was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Someone who I think is just... One of the most inspirational people I've come across. They've mm-hmm. worn many hats across their life. Uh, now owning not one but two coffee shops, some of the best coffee in town at the journey, by the way. But also someone who inspires me because of how damn far they can run. We're talking about Matt Grill. He's a freak of nature. He's here because he has a massive run ahead of him. Morning, Matt. How are you doing? Morning, guys. Very good, thank you. Thanks for having me. That is our pleasure. Now, Matt, we know that your major goal is to run from one side of the country to the other, starting over in Western Australia, running all the way across to about Byron Bay's your finish mark. Now, when is the date that you're hoping to start this journey? Yeah, so we'll be kicking off on the 22nd of September at the westernmost point of Australia, which is Steep Point. And finishing on the 10th of November at Byron Bay. You're absolutely insane. And I remember talking in the nicest way possible, can I say. (laughs) We've been talking about how you've been doing your marathons in training for this. Um, What is the average you're going to need to run every single day? Uh, At the moment, it's sort of by hours. So at the moment, I'm doing about 17, 18 hours a week plus a couple of gym sessions. But my coaches advise that I'm going to be getting up to about uh, 30 to 40 hours a week come um, July and August. So it's, uh, it's all ahead of me at the moment. Well, the other aspect as well I want to talk about, there's the physicality, but there's the dietary requirements. And um, you're vegan, is that right? Yeah, that's right, yep. Um, I'm really curious to know about how you get all of the nutrients and how you get all of the energy um, to, to, get yourself, to get yourself up every day. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm working with a dietitian now, which is great. It's something new for me, but um, to be perfectly honest, it's, uh, if I'm not running or sleeping, I'm pretty much eating. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot of um, just food in general, so smoothie bowls, um, sandwiches, uh, leftovers, um, I do the meals at night time, so leftovers are always an option, um, and lots of snacks, so uh, lots and lots of food, and then the nutrients, as long as you're eating enough, it sort of all takes care of itself, so just bulk volume. Matt, what's the reaction that um, people have had to you taking on this feat? Uh, it's it's interesting, a lot of people sort of know me and know what I do, and uh, they're just kind of like, oh yeah, of course you are. Um, <laughs> <Typical>. <laughs> but then new people are a little, uh, a little taken aback, and um, they, I don't think they can really comprehend uh, or transmit what's, uh, what the sort of distance is, but yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, now, um, Matt, with this big adventure, it must be hard, like you, you've got two businesses, and You've got a family. It'd be hard because, as you said, you start in September, you go right through October and aiming to finish in November. So to take that time off, um, is there any way the community can get behind you, help out, anything that, that you need from us as a community? Yeah, it is a big commitment. It's sort of turned into a, a very solid part-time job. I've taken a bit of a step back from the shop to focus on building the social media and the logistical side of things. And then the training, obviously, is is going to turn into basically what, what everyone goes to work per week, a full-time job. That's what I'll be doing in training as well as working in the shop. So um, it is a big commitment on everyone, my family included. So 
Yeah, if anyone wants to get involved, uh, we're certainly seeking sponsors uh, as far as financial, but also if anyone has any connections with uh, vehicles or fuel, um, there are a couple of things that we're after at the moment as well. So, um, yeah, any help is appreciated. Where do we send people, Matt, if they want to get uh, involved? Uh, my social media. Also, if, if you can't help financially or sponsor, just follow um, at Matt Grills with one T. So it's Matt Grills. Um, I'm documenting my journey every day and what I'm doing, what I'm, what I'm doing in training and eating and just life in general. Uh, but I guess if they, if they want to help out, um, probably an email is easy, is grills, so G-R-I-L-L-S underscore one at hotmail.com. Just shoot me an email. Yeah, get in contact with him. A, a local doing amazing things, and this is something that's going to get attention of, I think, the world, while it deserves it, the westernmost point to the easternmost point of a bloody big island. You're Australia. insane, Matt, but we absolutely <laughs> love it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. No and, uh, providing we can providing we can get the funding, um, there's a documentary uh, team on board, and uh, it's been pitched to Netflix. So there's um, that in the pipeline too. So hopefully that all happens, um, but one day at a time. Mate, keep us in the loop, 100. percent And uh, good luck with your training. Look forward to seeing you running about. I might be the guy with one of your coffees sitting <laughs> by the beach. Good on you, Matt. Follow him, M A T Matt Grills on Instagram, or uh, yeah, check him out on any other socials. Good on you, Matt. Thank you, guys. Appreciate your time. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Jules, it's no secret we've been a little chilly of late. It has been unbelievable. You get out the box of the winter woolies and you just lay yourself up as much as you can. Yeah, well, it is interesting you say that because some of us do that. However, not all categories do that. Because What I, do you mean? I feel that there are different categories of people when the cold hits, people who react differently, which has launched JB's look at the different types of Bundy people in winter. All right, hit me. Who have you list. got? These are groups of people. All right, first and foremost... The people who have moved from the north, I fit in this category. Yes, you do. They're often spotted in a mix of colours that don't quite match just because <laughs> they've got a bunch of warm stuff. They wear excessive layers and an over-the-top amount of warm stuff, like gloves, beanies, <laughs> things that make no sense and it's too much. <laughs> the next category, I believe you would have fallen into this, but right. you might have transitioned. Oh. People who have moved from the south. Yes. They're just spotted wearing a North Face puffer jacket. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> That's all you need. The next category, the Terry's. Uh, these are the type of people that you'll see wearing a shirt and shorts. They oh. reckon they don't feel the cold. They're often spotted sporting goosebumps, but they're in denial because they are too tough. Well, they say the hairy legs gives you enough warmth. No, they don't. It's a lie. <laughs> I've got. I'm hairier than anyone. The next category: the Europeans. Oh, they're the only people swimming. That's it. That's the dead giveaway of the <laughs> Europeans. Uh, the next group: the Phantoms. Who? The phantoms, I call them. This category of people, they just completely and utterly disappear when it gets cold. They don't leave the house <laughs> until things warm up. They're hibernating. And then they might well come out. They're like a bear, so they'll come out <laughs> once things warm up. The final category, the in denial of bulking season. So this is the time of year a lot of us put on a couple extra kegs. Yeah, it hurts. But these are the people that are still trying to run. You see them heaving for breath. They're in a de- <laughs> desperate attempt to stay fit. They're only often spotted early in the season, and then they slowly but surely subside towards the back end. It's a tough time. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. I'm pretty damn excited because I received a message that could well change my life. It's a message to do with sausages. This place is a sausage fest. (laughs) There are some times in life where you get a message, you get an information that can just turn your whole world around. Exactly right. Out of the blue, um, I'm just standing there 
message pops up from Ken at Ken's Kepnock Butchery. No way. The message pops up. I think, all right, is this to do with the wheel of meat? That's on Mondays. Yes. Um, and I just am, I'm just gobsmacked. I'm knocked. I have to sit down because I'm just a. Where were you in that moment? I, I was I was actually um, sitting at, at a pub and yes. I just need to take a seat on a stool because I was like, <laughs> I'm just, I can't believe this offer has come to me. I get a message from Ken saying, the Wide Bay Sausage King competition is on Sunday, the 19th of June at the Burnett Bowls Club. The Sausage King. The Sausage King competition. JB, they're looking for some judges to taste test sausages in burgers. Are you interested? (laughs) Hell bloody yeah, I'm interested. (laughs) How quickly did you respond back? I haven't responded. (laughs) Maybe the spot's already been filled. No, it's not. But hey, Jules, next thing. I've always dreamed of going, how do I become a professional taste tester? This is the moment. Oh, my Mom, God. Mum, I know you're listening up north. I bloody did it. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Jess and I will get up nice and early on a Sunday morning yep. and walk the dogs down along Bagara, and quite often we come across a crime scene. This is the concern that quite often this has become a trend You've seen crime scenes. Yeah, we come across crime scenes. Jess and I, we turn into detectives pretty much every Sunday morning. We'll walk down and we've got to figure out what the story is. So, What do you mean? You might have heard on the news recently that the e-scooters are coming under a little bit more scrutiny, a little bit more yeah. tougher rules and things yes. like that. They're lowering look, the speed limit again. It's probably for the best yeah. because you hear time and time again of things happening. We're only as fast as our slowest mover, right? And yep. Unfortunately, there's a few idiots on them. And... Um, Often that's what must happen late on a Saturday night. Oh, Jess and I are no. sound asleep. We get up on a Sunday morning and we go walking down towards Bagara and quite often we're stopped in our tracks and we go, what the hell's happened here? Because there's a bunch of e-scooters that have been in some sort of catastrophe. Mm-hmm. So we find ourselves going, okay, looks like Jeffrey's gone through the garden over here, cut across, he's hit Susan side on, their helmets are broken over here. Oh God, there's another e-scooter down in the gutter over this way. What's happened there? And figure out, try piece the whole story together. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, yeah, B1? No, yes, I am, B2. It's it's time to lower the speed limit, Jess. So yeah, maybe this is the reason why they're lowering the speed limit. Mm. But don't worry, Detective JB and Jess are on the case each Sunday morning. We do nothing about it, but <laughs> but we figure, we have fun. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits. 